section eleven of common sense in the household this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b common sense in the household a manual of practical housewifery by marion harlan veal despite the prejudice secret or expressed which prevails in many minds against veal one which the wise and witty country parson has as surely fostered among reading people as did charles lamb the partiality for roast pig the excellent and attractive dishes that own this as their base are almost beyond number for soups it is invaluable and in entrees and rechauffes it plays a distinguished part from his head to his feet the animal that furnishes us with this important element of success in what should be the prime object of cookery to wit to please while we nourish has proved himself so useful as an ally that it behooves us to lift the stigma from the name of calf provided he be not too infantine in that case he degenerates into an insipid mass of pulpy muscle and gelatin and deserves the bitterest sneers that have been flung at his kind roast veal loin veal requires a longer time to roast than mutton or lamb it is fair to allow at least a quarter of an hour to each pound heat gradually baste frequently at first with salt and water afterward with gravy when the meat is nearly done dredge lightly with flour and baste once with melted butter skim the gravy thicken with a tablespoonful of flour boil up and put into the gravy boat should the meat brown too fast cover with white paper the juices which make up the characteristic flavor of meat are oftener dried out of veal than any other flesh that comes to our tables breast make incisions between the ribs and the meat and fill with a force meat made of fine bread crumbs bits of pork or ham chopped exceedingly small salt pepper thyme sweet marjoram and beaten egg save a little to thicken the gravy roast slowly basting often and the verdict of the eaters will differ from theirs who pronounce this the coarsest part of the veal dredge at the last with flour and baste well once with butter as with the loin fillet make ready a dressing of bread crumbs chopped thyme and parsley a little nutmeg pepper and salt rub together with some melted butter or beef suet moisten with milk or hot water and bind with a beaten egg take out the bone from the meat and pin securely into a round with skewers then pass a stout twine several times about the fillet or a band of muslin fill the cavity from which the bone was taken with this stuffing and thrust between the folds of the meat besides making incisions with a thin sharp knife to receive it once in a while slip in a strip of fat pork or ham baste it first with salt and water afterward with gravy at the last dredge with flour and baste with butter shoulder stuff as above making horizontal incisions near the bone to receive the dressing and roast in like manner veal cutlets dip in beaten egg when you have sprinkled a little pepper and salt over them then roll in cracker crumbs and fry in hot dripping or lard if you use butter or dripping add a little boiling water to the gravy when the meat is dished thicken with brown flour boil up once sending to table in a boat or you can rub the cutlets well with melted butter 
pepper and broil on a gridiron like beefsteak buttering very well after dishing veal chops are more juicy and less apt to be tough and solid than cutlets trim the bone as with mutton chops and fry dipping in beaten egg and cracker crumbs add a little parsley and a minced shallot to the gravy veal steak this should be thinner than beefsteak and be done throughout few persons are fond of rare veal broil upon a well-greased gridiron over a clear fire and turn frequently while the steaks are cooking put into a saucepan four or five young onions minced fine a great teaspoonful of tomato ketchup or twice the quantity of stewed tomato a lump of butter the size of an egg and a little thyme or parsley with a small teacupful of hot water let them stew together while the steaks are broiling thickening before you turn the gravy out with a spoonful of browned flour add if you please a half glass of wine boil up once hard and when the steaks are dished with a small bit of butter upon each pour the mixture over and around them spinach is as natural an accompaniment to veal as are green peas to lamb veal pies let your veal be juicy and not too fat take out all the bone and put with the fat and refuse bits such as skin or gristle in a saucepan with a large teacupful of cold water to make gravy instead of chopping the veal cut in thin even slices line a pudding dish with a good paste and put a layer of veal in the bottom then one of hard-boiled eggs sliced each piece buttered and peppered before it is laid upon the veal cover these with sliced ham or thin strips of salt pork squeeze a few drops of lemon juice upon the ham then another layer of veal and so on until you are ready for the gravy this should have been stewing for half an hour or so with the addition of pepper and a bunch of aromatic herbs strain through a thin cloth and pour over the pie cover with crust and bake two hours or butter a large bowl very thickly and line with sliced hard-boiled eggs then put in in perpendicular layers a lining of veal cut in thin slices and seasoned with pepper next one of sliced ham each slice peppered and sprinkled with lemon juice more veal and more ham until the dish is packed to the brim cover with a thick paste made of flour and hot water just stiff enough to handle with ease press this closely to the outside of the bowl which should not be at all greasy let it overlap the rim about half an inch some cooks substitute a cloth well floured but it does not keep in the essence of the meats as well as the paste set the bowl in a pot of hot water not so deep that it will bubble over the top it is better that it should not touch the paste rim boil steadily not hard for at least three hours remove the paste the next day when bowl and contents are perfectly cold and turn out the pie into a large plate or flat dish cut in circular slices thin as a wafer beginning at the top keeping your carver horizontal and you have a delicious relish for the supper table or side dish for dinner set in a cool place and in winter it will keep several days this is the wheel and hammer pie endorsed by mr wegg as a good thing for mellering the organ and is a great favorite in england it is a good plan to butter the eggs as well as the dish as much of the success of the pie depends upon the manner in which it is turned out also upon the close packing of the sliced meat the salt ham prevents the need of other salt stewed fillet of veal stuff and bind with twine as for roasting 
then cover the top and sides with sliced ham which has been already boiled securing with skewers or twine crossing the meat in all directions lay in a pot put in two large cups of boiling water cover immediately and closely and stew gently never letting it cease to boil yet never boiling hard for four or five hours a large fillet will require nearly five hours remove the cover as seldom as possible and only to ascertain whether the water has boiled away if it is too low replenish from the boiling kettle take off the strings when the meat is done arrange the ham about the fillet in the dish and serve a bit with each slice of veal strain the gravy thicken with flour boil up once and send in a boat serve with stewed tomatoes and spinach stewed knuckle of veal put the meat into a pot with two quarts of boiling water half a pound of salt pork or ham cut into strips a carrot two onions a bunch of parsley and one of summer savory all cut fine two dozen whole peppercorns and stew closely covered for three hours when done take the meat from the pot and lay in the dish strain the gravy thicken with rice flour boil up once and pour over the meat veal scallop chop some cold roast or stewed veal very fine put a layer in the bottom of a buttered pudding dish and season with pepper and salt next have a layer of finely powdered crackers strew some bits of butter upon it and wet with a little milk then more veal seasoned as before and another round of cracker crumbs with butter and milk when the dish is full wet well with gravy or broth diluted with warm water spread over all a thick layer of cracker seasoned with salt wet into a paste with milk and bound with a beaten egg or two if the dish be large stick butter bits thickly over it invert a tin pan so as to cover all and keep in the steam and bake if small half an hour three-quarters will suffice for a large dish remove the cover ten minutes before it is served and brown this simple and economical dish should be an acquaintance with all who are fond of veal in any shape children generally like it exceedingly and i have heard more than one gentleman of excellent judgment in culinary affairs declare that the best thing he knew about roast veal was that it was the harbinger of scallop on the second day try it and do not get it too dry veal pates mince the veal as above and roll three or four crackers to powder also chop up some cold ham and mix with the veal in the proportion of one-third ham and two-thirds veal then add the cracker and wet well with gravy and a little milk if you have no gravy stir into a cup of hot milk two tablespoonfuls of butter and a beaten egg season well to your taste and bake in pate pans lined with puff paste if eaten hot send to table in the tins if cold slip the pates out and pile upon a plate with sprigs of parsley between a little oyster liquor is a marked improvement to the gravy stewed calf's head wash the head in several waters and taking out the brains set them by in a cool place tie the head in a floured cloth and boil it two hours in hot water slightly salted wash the brains carefully picking out all the bits of skin and membrane cleansing them over and over until they are perfectly white then stew in just enough water to cover them take them out mash smooth with the back of a wooden spoon and add gradually that it may not lump a small teacupful of the water in which the head is boiled season with chopped parsley a pinch of sage pepper salt and powdered cloves 
with a great spoonful of butter set it over the fire to simmer in a saucepan until you are ready when the head is tender take it up and drain very dry score the top and rub it well over with melted butter dredge with flour and set in the oven to brown or you can use beaten egg and cracker crumbs in place of the butter and flour when you serve the head pour the gravy over it never skin a calf's head scald as you would that of a pig a little lye in the water will remove the hair as will also pounded rosin applied before it is put into the water calf's head scalloped clean the head remove the brains and set in a cool place boil the head until the meat slips easily from the bones take it out and chop fine season with herbs pepper and salt then put in layers into a buttered pudding dish with bits of butter between each layer moisten well with the liquor in which the head was boiled wash the brains very thoroughly removing all the membrane beat them into a smooth paste season with pepper and salt and stir in with them two eggs beaten very light spread this evenly over the scallop dredge the top with a little flour and bake to a delicate brown half an hour will be long enough sweetbreads fried wash very carefully and dry with a linen cloth lard with narrow strips of fat salt pork set closely together use for this purpose a larding needle lay the sweetbreads in a clean hot frying pan which has been well buttered or greased and cooked to a fine brown turning frequently until the pork is crisp sweetbreads broiled parboil rub them well with butter and broil on a clean gridiron turn frequently and now and then roll over in a plate containing some hot melted butter this will prevent them from getting too dry and hard sweetbreads stewed when you have washed them and removed all bits of skin and fatty matter cover with cold water and heat to a boil pour off the hot water and cover with cold until the sweetbreads are firm if you desire to have them very rich lard as for frying before you put them in the second water they are more delicate however if the pork be left out stew in a very little water the second time when they are tender add for each sweetbread a heaping teaspoonful of butter and a little chopped parsley with pepper and salt and a little cream let them simmer in this gravy for five minutes then take them up send to a table in a covered dish with the gravy poured over them if you lard the sweetbread substitute for the cream in the gravy a glass of good wine in this case take the sweetbreads out before it is put into the gravy boil up once and pour over them sweetbreads roasted parboil and throw into cold water where let them stand for fifteen minutes then change to more cold water for five minutes longer wipe perfectly dry lay them in your dripping pan and roast basting with butter and water until they begin to brown then withdraw them for an instant roll in beaten egg then in cracker crumbs and return to the fire for ten minutes longer basting meanwhile twice with melted butter lay in a chafing dish while you add to the dripping half a cup hot water some chopped parsley a teaspoonful brown flour and the juice of half a lemon pour over the sweetbreads before sending to table jellied veal wash a knuckle of veal and cut into three pieces boil it slowly until the meat will slip easily from the bones take out of the liquor remove all the bones and chop the meat fine season with salt pepper two shallots chopped as fine as possible mace and thyme or if you like sage 
put back into the liquor and boil until it is almost dry and can be stirred with difficulty turn into a mold until next day set on the table cold garnish with parsley and cut in slices the juice of a lemon stirred in just before it is taken from the fire is an improvement calf's head in a mold boil a calf's head until tender the day before you wish to use it when perfectly cold chop not too small and season to taste with pepper salt mace and the juice of a lemon prepare half as much cold ham fat and lean also minced as you have of the chopped calf's head butter a mould well and lay in the bottom a layer of the calf's head then one of ham and so on until the shape is full pressing each layer hard when you have moistened it with veal gravy or the liquor in which the head was boiled pour more gravy over the top and when it is soaked in well cover with a paste made of flour and water bake one hour remove the paste when it is quite cold and turn out carefully cut perpendicularly this is quite as good a relish when made of cold roast or stewed veal and ham it will keep several days in cool weather veal olives with oysters cut large smooth slices from a fillet of veal or veal chops will do quite as well trim them into a uniform shape and size and spread each neatly with forced meat made of bread crumbs and a little chopped pork season with pepper and salt over this spread some chopped oysters about three to a good sized slice of veal roll them up carefully and closely and pin each with two small tin or wooden skewers lay them in a dripping pan dash a teacupful of boiling water over them and roast basting at least twice with melted butter when they are brown remove to a chafing dish and cover while you add a little oyster liquor to the gravy left in the dripping pan let this simmer for three or four minutes thicken with a teaspoonful of browned flour and boil up at once withdraw the skewers cautiously so as not to break the olives pour the gravy over and around them and serve if you have no skewers bind the olives with pack thread cutting it of course before sending to table serve with cranberry jelly minced veal take the remains of a cold roast of veal fillet shoulder or breast and cut all the meat from the bones put the latter with the outside slices and the gristly pieces into a saucepan with a cup of cold water some sweet herbs pepper and salt if you have a bit of bacon convenient or a ham bone add this and omit the salt stew all together for an hour then strain thicken with flour return to the fire and boil five minutes longer stirring in a tablespoonful of butter meanwhile mince the cold veal and when the gravy is ready put this in a little at a time let it almost boil when add two tablespoonfuls of cream or three of milk stirring all the while lastly squeeze in the juice of a lemon and a moment later half a glass of sherry or madeira wine the mincemeat should be dry enough to heap into a shape in a flat dish or chafing dish lay triangles of buttered toast about the base of the mound and on the top a poached egg the remains of cold roast beef treated in this manner substituting for the toast balls of mashed potato will make a neat and palatable dish send around spinach or stewed tomatoes with minced veal scraped horseradish steeped in vinegar with the beef veal cutlets a la maintenon the cutlets should be nearly three-quarters of an inch thick and trim in shape dip each in beaten egg then into pounded cracker which has been seasoned with powdered sweet herbs pepper and salt 
wrap each cutlet in a half sheet of note or letter paper well buttered lay them upon a buttered gridiron and broil over a clear fire turning often and dexterously you can secure the papers by fringing the ends and twisting these after the cutlets are put in this is neater than to pin them together in trying this dish for the first time have ready a sufficient number of duplicate papers in a clean hot dish if your envelopes are much soiled or darkened while the cutlets are broiling transfer quickly when done to the clean warm ones twist the ends and serve cutlets prepared in this manner are sent to table in their cloaks ranged symmetrically upon a hot chafing dish the expedient of the clean papers is a trick of the trade amateur housewives will observe with satisfaction epicures profess to enjoy veal cooked in covers far more than when the flavor and juices escape in broiling without them empty every drop of gravy from the soiled papers into the clean over the cutlets croquettes of calves brains wash the brains very thoroughly until they are free from membranous matter and perfectly white beat them smooth season with a pinch of powdered sage pepper and salt add two tablespoonfuls fine bread crumbs moistened with milk and a beaten egg roll into balls with floured hands dip in beaten egg then cracker crumbs and fry in butter or veal drippings these make a pleasant accompaniment to boiled spinach heap the vegetable in the centre of the dish arrange the balls about it and give one to each person who wishes spinach calves liver roasted soak the liver in salt and water an hour to draw out the blood wipe perfectly dry and stuff with a force meat made of bread crumbs two slices of fat salt pork chopped small a shallot pepper salt and nutmeg sweet marjoram and thyme and if you choose a little sage moisten this with butter melted in a very little hot water and two raw eggs well beaten in order to get this into the liver make an incision with a narrow sharp knife and without enlarging the aperture where the blade entered move the point dexterously to and fro to enlarge the cavity inside stuff this full of the force meat sew or skewer up the outer orifice lard with strips of salt pork and roast for an hour basting twice with butter and water afterward with the gravy in the dripping pan pour the gravy over the liver when done roasted liver is very good cold cut into slices like tongue calves liver fried slice the liver smoothly and lay in salt and water to draw out the blood lard each slice when you have wiped it dry with slices of fat salt pork drawn through at regular distances and projecting slightly on each side lay in a clean frying pan and fry brown when done take out the slices arrange them neatly on a hot dish and set aside to keep warm add to the gravy in the frying pan a chopped onion a half cup of hot water pepper the juice of a lemon and thicken with brown flour boil up well run through a colander to remove the onion and the bits of crisp pork that may have been broken off in cooking pour over the liver and serve hot pigs livers can be cooked in the same way calves liver stewed slice the liver and lay in salt and water an hour then cut into dice and put over the fire with enough cold water to cover it well cover and stew steadily for an hour when add salt pepper a little mace sweet marjoram parsley and a teaspoonful worcestershire sauce stew again steadily not fast for half an hour longer when put in a tablespoonful of butter 
two of brown flour wet with cold water a teaspoonful of lemon juice and one of currant jelly boil five minutes longer and dish a little wine is an improvement or put in with the liver dice some of salt pork say a handful and when you season a chopped onion and omit the jelly at the last substituting some tomato ketchup imitation pate de foie gras boil a calf's liver until very tender in water that has been slightly salted and in another vessel a nice calf's tongue it is best to do this the day before you make your pate as they should be not only cold but firm when used cut the liver into bits and rub these gradually to a smooth paste in a wedgewood mortar moistening as you go on with melted butter work into this paste which should be quite soft a quarter teaspoonful of cayenne pepper or twice the quantity of white or black half a grated nutmeg a little cloves a teaspoonful of worcestershire sauce salt to taste a full teaspoonful of made mustard and a tablespoonful of boiling water in which a minced onion has been steeped until the flavor is extracted work all together thoroughly and pack in jelly jars with air-tight covers or if you have them in pate jars they give a foreign air to the compound and aid imagination in deceiving the palate butter the inside of the jars well and pack the pate very hard inserting here and there square and triangular bits of the tongue which should be pared and cut up for this purpose these simulate the truffles embedded in the genuine pates from strasbourg when the jar is packed and smooth as marble on the surface cover with melted butter let this harden put on the lid and set away in a cool place in winter it will keep for weeks and is very nice for luncheon or tea make into sandwiches or set on in the jars if they are neat and ornamental the resemblance in taste to the real pate de foie gras is remarkable and the domestic article is popular with the lovers of that delicacy pigs livers make a very fair pate if you can procure the livers of several fowls and treat as above substituting bits of the inside of the gizzard for truffles you will find the result even more satisfactory veal marble boil a beef tongue the day before it is to be used and a like number of pounds of lean veal grind first one then the other in a sausage cutter keeping them in separate vessels until you are ready to pack if you have no machine for this purpose chop very fine season the tongue with pepper powdered sweet herbs a teaspoonful of made mustard a little nutmeg and cloves just a pinch of each the veal in like manner with the addition of salt pack in alternate spoonfuls as irregularly as possible in cups bowls or jars which have been well buttered press very hard as you go on smooth the top and cover with melted butter when this cools close the cans and keep in a cool dry place turn out whole or cut in slices for tea it is a pretty and savory relish garnished with parsley or the blanched tops of celery you can use ground ham instead of tongue it is hardly so good but is more economical end of section eleven